Hello, everybody, once again. So good to be with you. My name is Alan. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. I'm glad to be here on stage with the band. We're getting closer. We're moving in the right direction. Next Sunday, we are going to gather and we, go, we are going to uh, talk about what our plans are, what our timing is, etc. But for now, we are very glad to be with you. Very glad to be with you, particularly those of you, if any of you are in home groups here today that you've gathered with some people that you know and said, we are going to do this together. We are going to gather in our home and worship together and learn together. So glad that you have decided to do that. Who knows? Maybe once we are opened up back here, you might want to continue doing the home group thing. The snacks are better. The restrooms are in closer proximity and you get to sit on a comfy couch. Oh, wait, no, we get to do that here in the auditorium when we gather. So uh, we are very much looking forward to be, uh, to be able to do that. Last week, I started a new series called Make a Difference. And in week one, I asked the question, uh, the, the question is, why are we here? Why do we exist? Why, why, what, what would it really matter whether we are here or not? It's a very important question. It's an eternal question. It's a universal question. And today, we're going to look at the answer to that question. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, we are thankful to gather here in this space, thankful for the technology that allows us to do this, that we can engage with one another uh, in, in whatever way possible, that we can engage with you here today. Father, I think you love that question. I think you want us to ask this question why am I here? What is my purpose? And I think you love it when we seek you for the answer. So we do that here today. We seek you in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. The question is, why am I here? Why do I exist? And the answer is what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> okay. So, so now, you know, let me give you a hint. Let me give you a hint as far as the answer to the question. If you have a journal, take a look at the journal and look at what the theme of the fall journal is. Take a look at the journal. Look at what the theme. The theme of the journal is what? It's what? It's purpose. The theme of this fall's journal is purpose. And the name of this first series is Make a Difference. The reason that we exist as a church is that we want to make a difference. The reason we have a building, the reason we want to get back into this building, the reason, we've done, the reason we gather all of this is that we want to make a difference in the lives of people in our community and around the world. The reason we, for example, talk about marriage often, and we have our marriage ministry and our marriage Mondays, et cetera, the reason we do that is that we want to make a difference in the lives of the families here in our community. It's not just to keep husbands and wives together. That, that's not the ultimate goal. The goal is that husbands and wives can make a difference in one another's lives when they love each other well and they can make such a profound difference in the lives of their kids. Why do we do Bible studies? Why do we invite people to gather as groups and to get to know one another and to challenge one another, etc.? Because we want to make a difference in your life and the lives of those that you do life with. Why do we have relationships with people in Rocky Point and Honduras and Lebanon and in other parts of the world? Because we want to make a difference. So, do you know what the answer to the question is? Question of, of why am I here? Why do I exist? Why am I on this planet? Can you, can you think of the answer? Can you, can you? We are here to make a difference. 
We are here on this planet. The answer to the question, why, why do I exist? Why are you here? To make a difference. We're not here to just get through life. We're not even here to, to just enjoy life. We are here to affect life. We are here to make a difference. As we explore that here today, I wanna go all the way back to the beginning of the nation of Israel, to the beginning of, of the Jewish people. It all goes back to a man named Abraham, also known as Abraham. When I was a, a kid, I, 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 our family didn't go to church. I didn't go to church very much, but I went to church periodically. I was fortunately invited to participate at least somewhat in this church. It was right across the street from our, from our home, and I'm so thankful for that story, for that journey, for that invitation. I didn't learn a whole lot, but one of the things I did learn was a great song about Abraham. It, it's, it's Father Abraham had many sons. It's a great song for a, you know, a young a kinetic kid because you, know, you get to move things and you get to move and bump around uh, with people. Uh, uh, do, you, do you guys remember the song? Do you know the song? From, so I'm here actually with the band. The band is right here, which is very exciting because for weeks, yeah, it's awesome. There's, for weeks, all I've been doing is, is teaching to a lens. And so it's so great to have real people. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So you remember the song, Father Abraham. Okay. Okay. I think we should get kinetic Kin uh, the, uh, today. Okay. So would you stand up? You at home, stand up where you are. If you're with a group of people, you're on your own. Go ahead and, and stand up. And we're going to do this song. If you've never heard it before, never known it before, it's okay. When I mention a limb... Just move it. That's it. That's, that's the summary of the song, okay? So it goes right arm, and then you move your right arm, okay? And then you go left arm, and then you go right foot, and then you go left foot, and then you go head up, and then you go turn around, Father Abraham. Sing it with me. Had many sons. Many sons. Okay, whoo. Okay, it was awesome, you guys. Okay, good job. Give your hand. Give, give yourselves a hand. It's just as much fun now as it was when we, were, uh, when we were kids. The song goes, Father Abraham had many sons. I am one of them, and so are you. I had no idea what that meant. I just loved all the motions, but I had no idea what that meant. What this means is that this whole story, it backs up, it all starts with, with a nation that began with one man named Abraham. If you have your Bible, I invite you to turn to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis is the first book in the Old Testament. Uh, for those of you at home, please go get your Bible. Go open it up. Ask someone to help you perhaps, you know, kind of find where Genesis is if, that's, if, if need be. But Genesis chapter 12, the first 11 chapters of the book of Genesis are really the creation story, the foundation of the whole thing. It's the, it's the amazing creation poem in the first uh, two chapters. And then it's the story of the, the flood and then God choosing Noah and his family to, to continue the journey on. But then in chapter 12, God chooses Abraham to start a new nation. So Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse, in the very first verse there. The Lord had said to Abram, his name was Abram, and it was changed to Abraham. Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great 
nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. If you were with us last week, God is saying to Abraham, Ataish, you are the one, Abraham. You're the one to whom I will start a new nation that will fulfill the promise that God has for his people. You're the one, Ataish, Abraham. What I want to do with the rest of our time is identify three things from these three verses that can help us in terms of what it means to make a difference in this world. So first of all, in verse one, the Lord says to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household. Leave your country, your people, and your father's household. If you wanna make a difference in the world, you are gonna have to leave something that's important to you. You're going to have to let go of something that is important. Abraham and his family were from an area called the land of the Chaldeans. It is east of Jerusalem, and it is in the area that is now in modern-day Iraq. This was their home. This was their safety. This was their place of familiarity. And God said to Abraham and tested him by saying, I want you to leave all of that. Trust me and follow me on this journey. See, the, 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 the things that God was asking Abraham to leave, they're good things. They're, they're, they're good things. They're things that we actually work very hard at building and developing. But there are times in our lives when in order to make a difference in this world, God challenges us to let go of something that we may not want to let go of. And it might be geographically for you to leave geographically as it was for Abraham. Maybe you left your hometown or a previous, previous town that you, that you were at in order to come to Phoenix because, because God wanted to make a difference in your life here in this city. Or maybe at some point, it'll be time for you to leave Phoenix, to leave something that you love about this area because God wants you to make a difference in some other part of the country, some other part of the world. Maybe it's not geographically, maybe it's financially, that, that God can make, it, can make a huge difference through us when we become willing to leave a portion of the safety and security of our future investments. Not all of it. God wants to prepare. That is, God is a, is a God who prepares, but there, there, there's, there are times when we are to leave, to let some of that go, because he wants to make a difference in the lives of others and in your heart through that process. Or maybe it's relationally, as Abraham did. Maybe, you know, there are times in lives where, where we need to leave cherished friends, a group of friends, relationships that we've been investing in and, and building as Abraham had to leave his father's household. And maybe there's a challenge to, to have to do that. Let, let, let me just tell you, this is so important though on leaving relationships. Abraham left the land of the Chaldeans with his wife, Sarah, okay? God will never call you to leave your spouse or to leave your kids for, the, for some kind of mission to make a difference. 
That's not what God will do. Yes, there are times in life when we have to, uh, uh, we have to be apart from each other. Maybe there's a, a work responsibility and for a period of time we have to kind of stretch this out or you're in the military and there's a tour of duty and, and you have to be separate from one, one another for a, for a period of time. But God will never call us because of the value he has for the core family. He will never call us to leave our spouse or leave our kids for a mission. But he will challenge us to leave some stuff that is very precious to us. And the examples that we see here from Abraham, Abraham's story is that, is that he had to, they had to leave things that were good. This was their hometown. These were good things. But if there's anything in our lives that, that, that starts to take more attention, more affection, more time, more money than what we are willing to give our God, then that is very likely something that God wants us to just set down, to set aside, to leave, so that we can make a difference in the kingdom. There's a challenge sometimes for us to, 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 to let go of these things, even some of the, the, some of the um, uh, beautiful things that he might have for us. Again, the things that we have been talking about here are good things that the, the things that Abraham was challenged to leave, they're good, they're, they're good things. But if there's anything in our lives that, is, that takes more attention or affection or time or money, that we give more of that to than what we are willing to give to our Lord, that's something that God is going to challenge us to set aside, to leave, so that we can make a difference in the kingdom. If, for example, if I started to say hockey was so important Watching hockey, participating in hockey, uh, hockey was so important that nothing, that, that it was untouchable, that no matter what, I was going to do that. But reading my Bible in the morning was optional. If I was going to, to, to proceed with something like that, then I would be stuck in the land of the Chaldeans. I would be stuck in this area and I would be missing out on the opportunities God has for me to make a difference. If I was going to... to uh, have to forfeit my, my personal trainer, and then I, I wouldn't be able to continue with the incredible physique that I, that I currently have. Okay, that's not a problem for me. But let's say it was. Let's say it was. That I, I said, I'm going to pay for that, but I don't have enough money to give generously towards the work of the kingdom. Uh, if I did that, then I would be stuck in the land of the Chaldeans. If you want to make a difference, if you want to rise above mediocrity, and make the most of the rest of the days, rest of the years of your life, then there's something that you're gonna have to set down, something that you're gonna have to, to leave behind. So the first thing is that we're gonna have to leave something of value, something important to us, set it down so that we can make a difference. And the second thing is trust. The rest of that verse there, Genesis chapter 12, the rest of that verse one, leave your country, your people, in your father's household and go to the land I will show you. <laughs> That's all, there's not a lot of details God gives there. He just says, well, go to the land I will show you. God does not provide the, the location, the longitudinal uh, you know, uh, uh, guide marks for this. All he says is, go to the land I will show you. He does not give a a, a five-year strategic plan with a bunch of charts and graphs and monthly updates in terms of how this is going to go for Abraham and his family. He just says, trust me. Trust me. 
and I will show you one step at a time. I think sometimes God does that in our lives because if, if he gave us all of the information, we would just take off a run with it and say, thanks, God, I don't need you anymore. I'm good. And we would just pull out. But he says, no, stay with me. Stay with me, and I will show you the next step. Stay with me, and I will show you what tomorrow looks like. I will show you what next week looks like. Trust me. The more we trust God, the more opportunity we'll have to make a difference in the lives of those around us. The more faith we have, the more faith we develop over time, the more we get to know God. We get to know his story. We get to know his character and who he is and his love for us. The more we are able to see opportunities that are presented in front of us, the more we are willing to respond to the opportunities in front of us. The more we have obedient days where we do what God's calling us to do and we seek him, the more we have years that, that, that add on to one another, the more we, you know, you know, 10 years, 20 years of faithfully serving the Lord, the more we trust God, the more opportunity we will have to make a difference in the kingdom. And when I say more, I, I don't, it's, I'm not comparing one person to another. It's not, it's not that I want to have more than somebody else because we're on the same team. When, when you make a difference in the kingdom, that's your part of my team and we do that together. When you make a difference in the kingdom, we do that together. On the team, not, not everybody is equal. Not everybody has the same skills and gifts. Not, there's only one Connor McDavid on the team. And if you don't know who that is, you can pause or later on, you make sure you know who Connor McDavid is. But, but on any given team, there, there, there are different players on there and we are not to sit and compare ourselves to one another. God, God, God gives gifts to different people according to his plan. To some, he gives two talents. To some, he gives five talents. To some, he gives 10 talents. And so there is, that what we do is we just trust God with whatever he's given us. It's not about more than the person next to us. What I mean by more than is more than last year. What I mean is that, is that we are not supposed to come to a point of just saying, okay, I've, I've done enough. It's not, a, it's not about saying, I've made a difference. It's about continually saying, I'm making a difference. I am still a part of God's plan here in my family, here in the community, around the world. It's an ongoing invitation to be a part of what God is doing. Leave. Trust. And then finally, enjoy. The beginning of the, the verse 2 there, the next session. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you, God says. Trust me with this. Trust me with these things that you don't want to let go of and I will bless you. It is incredibly satisfying to make a difference in the life of somebody else. You know what I'm talking about with that. It is incredibly satisfying. God says, I will bless you. Last week I talked about pleasure, that the core desire of the human heart is not, is, is not pleasure. The core desire of the human heart is not pleasure, it is purpose, but we think it's pleasure. And we pursue pleasure and we prioritize pleasure as if it is the core desire. 
But the reality is that pleasure, pleasure is short term and it is not satisfying. Pleasure is easy. Usually pleasure is easy and it can come real quick and it is not satisfying. It's like Little Caesar's pizza. Okay, it's easy. It's hot and ready. You just go and you, you get after it. But after a few bites, you go, this is not satisfying. I'm not sure this is food. And, and, and so it's, it, it's easy, but it's not satisfying. It doesn't have the long-term nourishment like purpose does. And here's the beauty of it. When we seek pleasure and it is not satisfying, we seek purpose and we will be blessed. It's not purpose versus pleasure. It's not that one or the other and we have to sacrifice pleasure in order to experience purpose. Purpose leads to pleasure. As promised to Abraham thousands of years ago, you follow me in this, you trust me with this, and I will bless you. It's an incredible invitation. It's an incredible opportunity. Leave. Leave perhaps something that is, that is important to you, that is hard for you to let go of, hard for you to set down. Trust, even when we don't have all the answers. And then enjoy the opportunities God gives us to make a difference in the lives of other people. Now, before I close here uh, today, I just wanna be very uh, clear about something, that, that what I'm talking about here is the answer to the question, why do I exist, why am I here? The answer to that question is to make a difference. That is not the answer to the question, what about my brokenness? What about my sin? What about my separation from God? Okay, this is really important because you don't have have to work your way into that. You don't have to make a difference your way into having a reconciled relationship with God. The answer to that question is Jesus, as we just sung earlier in the service. The answer to that question is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. But if we choose to follow that Jesus, we choose to make that Jesus the Lord of our life, then we have to ask this question, okay, so now what? So now what, what why am I here? What, why, do I, why do I exist? Why do I continue to have to remain on this broken planet when really I just wanna be with you for eternity? The answer to that question is, you're here to make a difference. You matter in the lives of people that you're doing life with. You matter. You are here to make a difference. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, I I thank you that, that you call us the way you called Abraham. Abraham is such a central figure to this story and we sing about him and celebrate him. But Father, I believe you view each and every one of us like that. You love each and every one of us as much as you love Abraham. And you invite us to play a role in your story. And you challenge us to leave something, to set it down. You challenge us to trust you and you bless us with the enjoyment of being a part of your kingdom. We are thankful for that. In your son's name we pray.